0: Never seen a lame man walk, ever heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see? I promise you a you just ain't. Never seen a canceled death, never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free, I promise you a change. Hello, hello, how you doing out there, podcast, internet, cyber world, wherever you are listening right now, maybe you're near your car, maybe you're in your, at your work, maybe you're, I don't know, maybe, I don't know where you're at, your living room, I don't know where you're at, wherever you're at, hope you're doing well, this is the Big C and Bigger T podcast. Coming at you on the YouTubes, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Samsung, on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio, on Reason, on Play.fm, on.
1: Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you people something out there listening. I'm tired of you illegally downloading my podcast on Napster. (laughs) Still in my art. <laughs> Wait, we're not charging for this, are we? Yeah, no. We, we <laughs> oh know. crap! Well, forget I brought it up. Download away, y'all. <laughs> with this I'm your boy, Bigger T. Travis Johnson. Bigger T.
0: The beautiful town of Thornton, Arkansas, and I'm here with my best friend since the sixth grade, since we were little Panthers playing football at Greenbrier Middle School. My boy Clint Clark, big what, a, what you is you,
1: Travis? And I'm I am fantastic. I am just I'm great. I'm worn out, I'm tired, but I'm great. Uh, life, life is good, you know. At we moved a while back, getting settled in the new house, yeah. Uh, and this is this is temporary till we can get the one get what we really want, get the uh, gun. The dream home. You know, I'm I'm 45. I'll be 46. You've already hit the big four six. No, no. You, oh, no I thought your birthday was in March. It's in mm-hmm. May. It's in May. Sunday, homeboy. Oh, it's Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Oh, Saturday, sorry. Saturday. You don't even know when your birthday is. It's, it's in March. 14th. It's my story. I'm telling you when your birthday is. The 14th. Okay. That's <laughs> when it is the 14th you'll be the big 46 46 now you know and i I'm, I'm just happen to be at a level in life where i found the one you know i found the i found the woman i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you, you haven't quite got there yet no but once again i say this about every podcast and i can't emphasize this enough not enough not enough not enough travis johnsons DMs is open, ladies. Wide open. Wide open. You can get him on Twitter, wow. Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, whatever. What, whatever. He may well, have MySpace
0: a- theme background is still kicking it. That's all I'm saying. Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I think I had a MySpace page for like a day. Like, I didn't understand how to work it. I didn't understand anything about oh, it.
0: I had one for a while.
1: I loved it. Yeah, I, I didn't know. You know, all Tom wanted to do was be your friends. That's right. He did. That's all Tom That's wanted. What's Tom doing nowadays? I don't know, man. Well, you know, he's – he mowed my grass in my old house today. Oh, not my dad. Oh, talking. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did my dad come up with my space? I don't know. He, I don't. Yeah. I don't talk to him. No. I figure
0: Elon Musk will bring him out sometime.
1: He's, yeah, he'll –
0: that's why, you know
1: what that's how you know I know forty four billion dollars on Twitter. That's 40, all. Forty four billion. That's like, I'll be honest with you. I'll sell somebody this podcast for forty four dollars. I don't. Right, forty four bucks.
0: <laughs> forty four bucks.
1: Oh, yeah. Gabe, you want your own podcast? Cash out me forty four bucks. <laughs> that's Dollar right. Dollar sign CSCWB C W B77. Uh-huh. That's
0: right.
1: Forty four <laughs> bucks in, in my Cash App. I got to give half up to Travis though. That's right. It's got to be eighty-eight. We're gonna need eighty-eight, and then we'll let the podcast. Right, yeah, yeah, well, four, four bucks
0: a piece. There you go.
1: There you go. Because we, yeah, we're we're. That's a reason. That's a good offer. That's, that's right. a good, Well, Clint, did you have a good weekend, man? I did. You know, it was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day, and you know, so I decided I was. I, I invited Sue over, invited my mama over. You could tell you're from the South because I don't think anybody in a Northern state has a mama.
0: No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's grand- no one in New Hampshire saying, I invited my mama over.
1: No, word, are pawpaw mama's. No. You don't, you know what Tom Clark goes by, by the way, his grandparent name? No. It's Grump Grump.
0: Grump Grump. Grump Grump. Oh, Grump Grump. Grump, grump. He, That's a good he, name for him.
1: Great name for him. He is, <laughs> right,
0: yeah. he is a grumpy. Don't tell him I said that. No,
1: I, I, no, I will. I will. <laughs> um, but, and, well, and you know, my mom goes by Susu. And the reason they did that because my daughter, Caitlin, was born first. And Tom would always go, Sue. You know, you've been around. We've all heard her to go, Sue. Yeah. And so she kept calling him, called her Sue.
0: Yeah.
1: Call me Susu. So that's, that's how the grump, grump, and Susu.
0: Grump, grump, susu.
1: So, oh, so anyway, I've Mama, Mom over, grilled steaks out. Now, I have, I have also, in the meantime, I've accepted a super fight in Memphis on June the mm. 4th. Um, so I've been training hard for that. So, and when I get like this, I'm, it's not being, being good on my diet and being good in my training regimen is not hard for me. Mm. I'm, just, I'm just dedicated like that. Um, as soon as it's over, I'll get out and it'll be impossible for me to get back going. But for now, you know, everything I'm, I'm on my, I'm on, I'm on my P's and Q's. That's right. So I said, you know what? I want to grill out for lunch. I don't, I was like, and then I had a bunch of food for meal prep. I'm, like, well, I'm going to cook that on my grill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I had some chicken thighs and some chicken burgers. And so I, that way I had a little bit of variety during the week and I was going to eat lunch. So I had it on, I cooked it on the, I cooked it on my grill. Like, uh, and it it was fantastic. And I'm I'm still eating on it, you know, for my meal prep. So then I go out to cook steaks. I went to Sam's Club because they had because if you want a decent steak in Conway, there's like two places to buy them raw, and one of them is Sam's Club. And mm-hmm. um, they have a nice meat department. I don't do you think Sam's Club will sponsor us, Travis. I don't I don't think I don't think we're getting that letter to the right person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it. <dadgummit. laughs> You know, my brother lives in Bentonville. I'm sure I could get him just delivered by hand.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so I look at it. You know, it's it's kind of like that burnt charcoal in the bottom where it just looks like straight ash. And so I'm out there to cook the steaks. So I'm like, all right. Ah, oh, this is a, it is kind of, you know, piled up where I had it. So I'm just gonna spread this out. So I stick my hand in there, thinking all the like it's just just burn up ash. It no, it wasn't. I've got a it's little bit. I got a little blister right there. Oh nice. Where I was like, it was worse. It's like, oh yeah, oh god. Well, oh, got I stuck my finger in my mouth to cool it off. And I had ash. horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but the steaks were phenomenal. Uh, we're good. Mom and uh mama and dad were all really happy with them. And I was real happy with them. So so yeah, now no, you had a good no, you had a eventful weekend, did you not?
0: Yeah, I went down to Lake Chico. Um The men from my church did a little getaway. Some of them went down last Wednesday night after church. and uh, I just took off Friday, went down Friday and Saturday, and uh, then down in Lake Lake Village and uh, went and uh, just went fishing. A lady in our church has a lake house there that sleeps like 12 people, and uh, she lets us go down and use it. And so it's my first time going, and they told me how many fish they catch. Okay, Clint? And I'm like, okay, they're just exaggerating. These guys, they're exaggerating with me, okay? Well, I text them the first night. You know, they went down on Wednesday night. I text them Thursday night. I text one of the guys. I said, how'd it go today? He said, we caught 108. Catfish, Now, I know you grew up enough in the country You've been fishing for catfish before, right? Well, that's what I grew up
1: fishing for. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, when you went fishing for catfish, what
1: would you use for bait? If I'm going to be honest with you, we, we would dig our worms. Okay. You, you get worms. That's right. Yeah. We, 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 that's literally what we do. We'd go over to mud and we would take a shovel and yeah. we dig for our own worms. That's right. You dig for
0: worms. You might, if you wanted to, you know, if you had a little money, you might chicken. go get some chicken livers put it on hook even get a hot dog never used hot dogs we'd use minnows minnows you know yeah minnows you you know you normally catch more bass or, or or crappie or something like that but you know sometimes you can catch it sometimes you catch a catfish catfish whatever <clears throat> these guys and, and and then clint when you would fish for those catfish
1: would you fish with a bobber I would usually use a bobber, yes. Okay. Now, how deep would it be, though? Man, don't get me lying to you. I've slept since then. Okay. Normally, for catfish, they're normally bottom feeders.
0: So, normally, you would fish three or four feet deep, at least.
1: Yeah. No, that sounds about right.
0: Or you'd go without the bobber, throw it out there, let it sit on on the bottom, and then, you know, just feel the tension, you know, when they would take it, and you'd hook them. These guys were using crickets. Now I've used those before too. Now I've used them before too, but I was fishing for brim or bass or crappie. Okay. They were using crickets and they were fishing like two foot deep and they would sit and catch 30, about two pound catfish at a time in one spot. Now, I don't know if you've fished recently enough, Clint, to remember this, but about a two-pound catfish is perfect fillet size.
1: Yeah. No, that's
0: that's that's good eating. I mean, that's you you don't have this, you don't have a massive fillet where you got to cut it down. It's easy to fry in the fryer. You know, it makes about the perfect size just to grab and dip in your ketchup or tartar sauce or whatever and, and go to work, right? I mean, perfect size. Clint, they caught over, two, like, 200, 250 fish last weekend. And they were upset because last year they caught over 300. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. They now, were just piling them in. Now, since then, I found out that our buddy Wes told me that they might have been spawning around that time or yeah. something like that. I was hoping – I was worried we were catching people's fish that they were feeding from the bank or something, <laughs> you know, they're, they're used to getting dog food thrown out to them at the bank or something, you know, or like, they're like the pet fish, you know, and you're like, Hey, these will eat. Yeah. But anyway, it was a fun trip. And then on the way back, Clint. No, there, I was going to say there's a sad part to this story. <laughs> there is a sad part. A sad part. I stopped you, by you, you rolling. You were
1: geared part. up for this. Yeah.
0: I said I I was fired up for it, man. I watched the true south deal again. I was ready. Okay. It was closed.
1: Now, was it closed for like like a holiday or was it just uh... I don't know.
0: It was just closed. I mean,
1: no, I don't think I think it was just
0: closed for a holiday or something, or just for the weekend. But there was a if you drove through Lake Village about eleven fifteen. There was a fat man crying on the steps of Rhoda's <laughs> Tamale Station. they
1: were like, "Let me in, let me!" In! <laughs> now, if you, <laughs> if you scroll to the bottom of my Facebook page, like, you got to go near the not Facebook Instagram, like there. There's a photo that you know, guy. They have like a catch em, a little catch and release pond out there. Mm-hmm. So I took my son fishing because he. And so, out there, and he had like a little, um, like a little like Batman fishing pole or something like that. And I was out there fishing. We weren't really. So I look over there, and he just takes his, he takes his fishing pole, and just throws it in the water. <laughs> Austin, get that! And so he goes fix it up. <laughs> it was deeper though, because he kept asking me taking fishing. I'm like, and he'd be, I'm like, no, I'm not taking you fishing. This is what happened last time I took you fishing. Yeah, you know, I've taken him a few times since then. He's done fine. the. Yeah. Now, when we went to Galveston, and I paid $400-something for a fishing charter for me, the boys, and my father-in-law to go do. Mm. And uh, and we were catching catfish out there. Yeah. I mean, which was crazy that you're in the, the Gulf of Mexico, you know, saltwater, catching the freshwater catfish. Yeah. Now, they're, they're a little bit – they say they're a little bit tastier. It still tasted like catfish to me. Of course, I didn't deep fry them. Yeah. But, no, it, it was it was phenomenal. Good stuff. Now, now, Travis, you know what we need to do now? We need to make it up to the listener. We do, Clint. Last week, we, we didn't have any good Holy Snikes. Well, we, I, did, I had a good one, but I didn't remember to the end of the podcast. Because me and you were sitting there before, like – and I was so mad because like, there was something, and then we started talking basketball. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's this guy from Miami. It was like, well, I don't get a better NIL deal. I'm out of here. Yeah. But, like the universe does, like
0: the world tends to do, it made up for it this week.
1: It did. It did.
0: And it started off with a little get-together in uh, the Hollywood Bowl yeah. in California. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> David Chappelle is on stage. And all of a sudden, dude comes out of the audience, tackles him. Not just, just tackles him, Clint. Now, word is the guy had a fake gun and a knife. I don't know. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. I don't know. Have you heard any more on that? No, I did hear
1: but I did I heard the same thing you did. But Clint. at first i'm like well that idiot
0: and i'm still kind of that idiot well yeah but then there's a little bit of me it's like well that poor dude because he got jacked up clint (laughs) jamie fox as well as whoever else was up there um Got immediate retribution, I'm guessing.
1: Well, you know, a few years ago at the WWE Hall of Fame, the uh, some guy jumped Bret Hart, and the first guy to the stage was Travis Brown, pro MMA fighter Travis Brown, mm. uh, and yeah, he, he got he got jacked up. But man, you know, and that sucks because these fans killed, still can't act right. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you saw in Dallas, they had to remove a fan that was harassing Chris Paul's family. Yeah. Like, apparently shoved his wife. Yeah. I mean, guys, you know, and then there's – well, this, this was another incident on stage. Um, I mean, fans need to act right. Go enjoy the show. Yeah, You're paying money. Enjoy the show. Yeah, They're there yeah. to entertain you. Let them do
0: it. If you really don't like the person, don't, that guy that attacked Chris Rock, Clint – I mean, no, not Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle – Probably had to pay a good $1,500 for seats that close. Yeah. So you put $1,500 in Dave Chappelle and and all the other artists that you don't like's pocket so you can go tackle them and then get the tar beat out of
1: you? Send a mean tweet.
0: Clint, his arm. His arm. Did you see his arm?
1: I didn't see it. I wish I did.
0: Clint, his arm was not going the right direction yeah. clint it was not natural anymore it looked like tom segura okay <laughs> it was bad except it was a better video of it because it's like he's sitting on the side of the gurney and his arm like the top part of it's going out this way and the bottom part's leaning off this way I, and i know y'all can't see that if you're just listening but if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. It didn't look right. It, it, it wasn't right. It wasn't right, man. It was that. And that's when I was like, oh, that poor guy. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait a second. Should I feel sorry for him? Because he, he did something really stupid. <laughs> but don't do it, guys. Just stop it. Like Clint said, audience fans,
1: you're not that important. You're not. And act right. You don't need to be up in the upper deck moving a mooning a Kentucky player as he shoots free throws. No. You don't need to be yelling obscenities. Come cheer. Come boo. Be creative, but don't cross the line. That's right. And and your security, get on your game. Now, I'm not sure if you saw or heard about CinemaCon, and I've actually won a trip to CinemaCon back when I worked at the movie theater many years ago. And did you see that Olivia Wilde got served divorce papers? Not divorce papers, like custody papers. On stage while she was giving a speech at CinemaCon. Wow. Like, the process server was able to get on stage. He goes, are you Olivia Wilde? Yes, here you go. That's... And it was fun. And it's from Jason Sudeikis, and Sudeikis was like I had no idea they were doing that. Yeah, which even if he did have an idea, your official answer is like I had. no I idea. I didn't know those two broke up. That's kind of sad. I thought them kids were gonna make it. She's a she's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl, and he's not. So he's not a uh, he's not a pretty girl. No, he's not. He's he's a but he's great, great. as Ted Lasso. So yeah. So all uh, right, and then we. So we
0: had Dave Chappelle. Right. And by the way, his little joke about um about Jamie Foxx coming up in a trooper hat. <laughs> you see Jamie Foxx had a round hat on. I didn't see I man, I haven't seen the video. And he that's said, that. uh, He said, man, thanks Jamie Foxx. He said, he said, <laughs> I think he said Jamie Foxx in a cowboy hat or something like that at first, but anyway, it was funny. <laughs> Jamie Foxx even started laughing. Anyway, so not only that, okay. Um another one, you know, this this last week was also the Kentucky Derby. Right. And, and now look, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about, I'm not a horse racing guru. I'm not, I'm not a gambler, I don't, you know. <laughs> But I kind of, you know, pay a little attention.
1: Yeah, you pay attention to, to I, the Kentucky Derby. You know, who we went so long without a Triple Crown winner? You kind of paid attention. Well, it's,
0: it's a big sporting event, you know, yeah. whether you call it a sport or not, whatever. But it's a big, ev- big event, and I just pay attention to big events, right? So Rich Strike was not even – He wasn't in the race till Friday. Not even in the race. Enters the race at 99 to 1 odds. Yeah. Ends up making it 80 to 1 odds. And if you listen to the call of the race, which I did on the radio, they they played the call on the radio.
1: Tell me about that.
0: The announcer doesn't even say his name until after the race is over. He came from that far behind to
1: win that race. 80, yeah. to 80 to one odds. 80 to one odds. Now, you know, that was impressive at work. We had drawn, you know, I'm the GM, so I, I like, I said, you know what, y'all draw, they drew the names out of the hats. And so I just would have bought a $10 scratch off ticket. Said, we're going to gamble, we're going to gamble twice. No one put any money in, I just paid for it. So mm-hmm. they played for a $10 scratch off ticket. We were like, we didn't even know if where we cut the names out of, had him on it. Yeah, because so he was the late in. I said, well, that, We'd end up doing them as well. I'll just give it to whoever got second. Yeah, Uh, but that's crazy. Now, now Mike Leach had an interesting comment afterwards. He said that's proof that we need an expanded playoff.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure there Leach. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure there.
1: Well, I I do think what that would do is that horse racing is a whole different. It is, but I think it definitely provides some variety. It's like your top four stays the same, but your six through 12 would, you know, changes a little. But I don't know. I don't know if it'd ever make a difference.
0: Now, but, I, I want to go back to Rich Strike real quick. Before yeah, go ahead. On the go thing. So after the race, he gets into the winter circle with all the other horses. Did you hear what he did? Huh. Our boy was fired up, man. He oh, was Rich fired track. up. Rich Strike was fired up. He was fired. He's like, yeah, that's right. I want. He starts talking trash to the other horses. Starts biting them. He's going ham on the other horses, man. He's like, come on. Hey, hey. You saw what I did out there. You saw what I did. I'm the fastest horse around, 80 to 1. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> no, seriously. He got in the in the winner's circle and started biting the other horses and riling them up, trying to start fights with them. Our, our Kentucky Derby winner, our little horse that could, our our, our hero horse,
1: is kind of a jerk. <laughs> you' yeah, co-owned by Mike Tyson. They bite another horse zero. He's a he's he's not a good winner he's he's kind of bad not not very not very gracious not very gracious
0: and i mean sure he's gonna have a good life now he's gonna be able to just go make babies and 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 chill they're gonna they're gonna say hey from a kentucky derby winner you know this kid comes from a kentucky derby winner and he's and, and that's probably why he was so fired up. He's like, Y'all boys know what my future's like. I made it to the stud farm. I'm just
1: going to hang out and make babies. Y'all leave me
0: alone. <laughs> I made it to the I ain't. Yeah, you're going to the glue
1: factory. You're going to the glue factory. Yeah. I'm going to the stud farm. <laughs> you other 21 chaps, you're going. You're glue.
0: I'm sorry. My imagination just goes wild. And I just imagine a horse Ooh. talking to the trash. <laughs> it makes me laugh.
1: That, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> but yeah, so going back to uh to the, the pirate. Um I, I just think I think you're talking about apples and oranges there, Clint. I think I think in the I think in the um the expanded playoff, I just I don't know. I don't see a football team catching on fire like that. Yeah. And in, in a playoff. Now,
1: you know, are like, you are you for or against expanding the playoff? Um, I, I'm just curious because we've never talked about it.
0: I'm look, I know it's gonna happen, but I think it creates a different college game than what we've had in the past. Well, I, mean, I like the old school BCS where you'd have the top two teams play each other at the end of the year and you make and that way the 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 regular season matters the most. You're like that's what, that's what I like. I'm old school. I you're, like you know like the regular season to matter, okay? However, we live in a world where everybody wants a playoff, okay? And The leagues want to play off because it's more TV money. But now that we got a 14 playoff, we already see bowls don't matter. The Rose Bowl no longer matters anymore. Um, The Cotton Bowl no longer matters unless it's one of the playoff games or the national championship games.
1: Yeah, everybody, everybody. I mean, everybody opts out now. You know, no one, I mean, no one plays their bowl game. Well, they've become
0: all-star games. They've become all-star games, and they don't matter because people people don't want to watch people just play the sport and have fun anymore. It's got to have some huge deal behind it. You know, when I was a kid, I loved the Pro Bowl. I'd watch the Pro Bowl every year. It was in Hawaii every year. Yeah, the Football players loved it. They got to go to Hawaii and hang out. You know, a lot of guys, it was a big deal for guys that grew up in the inner cities that had never been to Hawaii before. They got to go to Hawaii and hang out in the islands there and you know do whatever they did, party it up, and then they they got to go out and I got to see Michael Irvin catch passes from Phil Sims. Okay. I got to see Emmett Smith take, you know, get watch Jumbo
1: Elliott blog for Emmett Smith. Okay. I loved it. I I, I enjoyed it. And then um, about the fourth quarter of the game, fourth quarter of the All Star game, the Pro Bowl, a football game would break out. Well, especially like, nowadays. Yeah. I mean, but you, know, Guys but you don't have any pride. You can see good moments there. I mean, you know, like you get to see Jeff Sourdough had sign with Green Bay go out and snap it one last time to paint yeah. him in. They let him do stuff like So it was, it was, but yeah. I mean, like we beat Penn State in the bowl game, but was that really Penn State? Yeah. It was that really hard? I mean, we didn't have Traylon. Dotson Bird.
0: wasn't playing. Yeah. Traylon Burks
1: wasn't playing. I mean, it was just like, yeah. Or did Dotson play? I'm trying to remember. Did Dotson play? No, he did play, didn't he? He did play. I don't, But, I mean, but they were missing several players. Yeah, yeah. We were missing two.
0: And then yeah, they were missing. They were missing big, a lot of defensive guys.
1: Yeah, a lot of defensive guys and so. Um, no, yeah.
0: I, I'm, a, I'm a little old school on that, but I understand what people want. I understand it's what
1: people want to have. And and that's the way it's going to be. So, so Travis, we couldn't remember. We didn't have a Holy Snackies moment last week. So, we've doubled up for them. And for most podcasts, you know what? We gave you two for one. That would be enough. That would be enough. But not here at the Big Big Seat Podcast. Mm -mm. Mm We're going to triple it up for you guys and gals. Buy one, get two. Tom Brady. Tom, big Tom in years. T B12. 375 million dollars to do a job he's never done in his life. Never proven himself at. You don't, I mean, like, look, if you were gonna sign in to play quarterback, I get it. Yep. He 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 is definitely in the argument for the goat. I would call him the goat. I don't know if you would. I would. Yeah, I probably would. So, You want to he, sign him to design your offense. Right. Bring him in as like an analyst, that's something it. like that. But not for color commentator. You don't even know if he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like, you know, you have your, you know, I think you've said before, like, you had to turn a game off because Gino Toretta was annoying you that bad. Yeah. I mean, I, now I know that's an obscure name to pull out Gino Toretta. Heisman Trophy winner from Miami for you kids that ain't listening at home. That's right. Um, Terrible pro. But he did once say a guy was the most fastest guy on the team. The most fastest. Uh, The most fastest. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and Emmitt Smith, one of the best running backs of all time. Probably better vision than any running back to ever play the
0: game.
1: Mm. I mean, he, he could find a hole and hit it quick. Terrible in the studio analyst. Terrible. Terrible. Not good at all. Del Tony Romo, Troy Aikman—they're great. But a guy they
0: used to throw to—you mentioned him earlier before we got on the podcast. Yeah, Jason Witten was terrible. He like he brought tears to my eyes. He was so bad. Yeah, he was bad. He he was bad. And and you would have thought Witten would have been great because he was a vocal leader on a on those Cowboys teams he played on you would have thought okay this guy is going to be good no and now tom brady may end up being the best commentator ever may happen but i want to know who's running fox cuz i think it's the same people that own the browns i don't i don't know that for sure but you know the browns give a guy that may have a a year suspension the biggest contract ever for a quarterback guaranteed contract in yeah. Deshaun Watson stupid and Fox sports is hiring a guy that's never done a job before to do a job and just hoping he'll do good at it.
1: Yeah. I don't well, know if that's
0: guaranteed money.
1: Well, they lost, they lost Troy Aikman, I believe to ESPN. I think, I think Droy and Joe Buck are going to Monday night football. Yeah. I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent on that. But a well, lot of those
0: guys are moving because Hulu's Isn't Hulu getting some games. I and- think
1: prime video cause prime videos work. They're working to get Pat McAfee. Now Pat McAfee, he does color for Friday night Smackdown for WWE now. And mm. is great at it. Yeah. Just, like it bothers me how good Pat McAfee is at everything. Um, his podcast is good. He was a good punter. He's great. He wrestled a match at WrestleMania. It was a great match. Yeah. I hate you, Pat McAfee. Uh, yeah. I hate you.
0: Especially since you were a punter.
1: You were a punter. You know. Dad Dadgummit, you're a real football player or be nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Woo. But, kid, t- it seems outrageous for somebody that hasn't. I get it, you know. But, man, that seems like a a lot for somebody who It is a lot. Hasn't done anything. It is a lot. You know, I mean, I have my own podcast. I think I'm more qualified for it than Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't back that one up.
0: (laughs) Hey, and if you want someone that hadn't ever done it before and willing to go and try to prove it, I'll take a lot less money to go and do it. Look, you pay me, you're paying him $30 Two million. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Two million.
1: I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, I'm good. I I will will show up every Sunday and call a game for for 50 grand a year. I mean, I got to keep my day job, but just 50 grand, pay my travel. That's how much money you're saving, man. I just undercut you big time, big T. Hey, I'll do it for some Taco Bell gift card. (laughs) You got me.
0: That's all I need. (laughs) Give me a Taco Bell gift card. And if you could pay my travel, that'd be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, Clint, uh, the baseball team, the Hog baseball team, got to talk about them a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, It wasn't the best of weeks for them. They, uh, Missouri State came in last week, and uh, Missouri State's just gives has given us issues, man.
1: Yeah, you know, you kind of just got to flush the midweek games. I mean, yeah, yeah, but the, I mean. Van Horn usually finds a way to cancel a few of them. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, that wasn't. Yeah, it sucks to lose because you are putting your good batters up there, but they never put their.
0: Well, it just stinks because it was Missouri State because that that's a team that's had our number in the past, and um, so you, you'd like to you'd like to beat them. And then we played Auburn this weekend, and Auburn's good. Okay, Auburn's probably the third best team in the SEC behind us. Um,
1: in Tennessee,
0: in Tennessee, yeah. Um, and it was a little more the same. Uh, still stranded, lots of runners. Now we, we did get we did get a few hits with runners in scoring positions this this time, which was good. Um, I'll tell you, Clint. I'm, I've been really excited to see this kid uh, digs. Yeah,
1: he came, he's came along for him. Really, has it? I think he's 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 earned playing time.
0: Yeah, he's and and on this roster, that wasn't a that wasn't a very easy thing to do. He's got three home runs. He's batting .250. Um. But he he's Van Horn's really liking what he sees out of him, and uh, he's he's making some plays. Um. Robert Moore's batting average is still the worst of the starting lineup, 236. Uh, Brady Slavins is at 259. Gregory's at 260. Stovall's 263. Battles is 275. Webb is 285. Caden Wallace, the Wooster Wonder, is at 304. Uh, Chris Lanzili is 314. And Michael Turner is leading the team. 3-28. Um, Webb is crushing it home run-wise. 12 home runs. Slavens has 11. Um, the offense, I mean, the offense is, I mean, the thing is, we put up the runs, it's just not always at the right times. Once again, we're still struggling with that.
1: Well, we got two series left. We got a home series versus Vanderbilt. And then Vanderbilt's fighting to make the field, I believe. I don't I don't think they're a runaway for sure. I
0: think they're still going to be ranked in the top 25.
1: Yeah, I think they're more of a two seed or a three seed this time around. Instead of a, instead of a you know, they're going to be a super regional host like Arkansas or Tennessee will. And so we got them at home, and then we got to go to Tuscaloosa. Hmm. So we've got so two series left. I think we've got a one game lead in the West. Um, now that one game lead is over AM who holds the tiebreaker because they did beat us mm. in a series at AM. Yeah. Um and I think AM's got the Mississippi schools left, who are a little yeah. who are a little a little down this year. So yeah. So it's gonna be this so it's gonna be interesting. Be interesting how they finish. Um, you know they definitely they need to win at least I think they can't get swept and they need to lead win at least one of these two series to I think be ensure themselves a super regional I think they can afford to lose a series but they can't afford to get swept.
0: You know one bright spot on the team right now for sure is uh, is making our girl uh, Kelly Kapowski very happy. Well, who's that? Zach Morris. Oh yeah. He's uh <laughs> a little I, I see, I see, I see what you did there. You know what I did there with the little say by the bell joke? I need a gun. Um gone. He's uh he's got a 4-0 win loss record. Yeah. Um and he's he's got a 0.87 ERA right now. And he's had some really good uh some really good showings. Uh Brady Tiger still keeps playing pretty well.
1: Um yeah, he did he took the L, I think, uh Saturday this week. Yeah, he, he may have. Gave up a run. Of course, him and this guy from Auburn are two of the premier closers in, in the league. So
0: um well, well, hopefully Van Horn's gonna get it
1: figured out. And uh
0: we got some good players, man. We really do. We got some good guys. So hopefully they'll get things rounded up. Um in other razorback news, did you hear we got another transfer portal commitment?
1: I did not.
0: Wichita State Guard. Oh wow. 6'4, I think.
1: 6'4 Guard from Wichita State. Listen, I'm really happy to have you with 6'4 guard from Wichita State, but why? Exactly. I mean, I mean, i just I'm just saying why. I mean I
0: don't know how these numbers are gonna work out.
1: No, I don't either, because you still don't know what Jalen Williams is going to do. Yeah. Um. I mean, it just – I don't know, because, I mean, Muscleman has a proven track record of playing seven, eight guys. Yeah. That's what he does. So, you got the three five-stars. You're going to bench one of them? No. You're not going to – you're going to not play Devo? No. Yeah. All right. So, and those are all – Pretty much guards, except for Walsh's play small forward, but he's one of those positionless guys.
0: Mm.
1: And then you've got Darian Ford and Pinion. I'm just saying, there's just there's not Pinyon, enough.
0: And the thing is, those are the two positions. Well, besides, you got Black, I guess, as a point guard, but Pinion may be the position you need worse than any of them, a solid shooter you can count on. Like if he can fill that role, if he can be that Pat Bradley, you know that uh, that uh, oh uh, what was his name? Um,
1: Cannon Whitby.
0: Yeah, or Isaiah. Uh, from Isaiah Portugal. Joe. Isaiah
1: Joe, yeah. Isaiah Joe playing with that, the Philadelphia that shooter, 70- that shooter
0: that you can count on to to hit about you know thirty something percent from three point line, you know. That that's what you really need, and and if he can do that, you know, you need him in there. So, so uh, it's going to be interesting. And then it came out this week also, Clint, that the Hogs are going to play a some kind of a series in uh, Europe, some kind of a tour there, ten game, like some kind of tour there. That which coaches like to do things like that when they have a team like this that they're going to be putting together and try to piece together because that'll be a good road trip where they get to grow together a lot. And, and they'll uh, play
1: a lot of pro teams, too. So, that'll be, yeah. that'll be good. Uh, now, so now, talking about basketball, but not going to the main subject we're going to go to. So, we got three Razorbacks left in the NBA mm-hmm. that I know of. I could be wrong. So, Moses Moody and Golden State, Bobby Portis in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Who's the only one that's actually playing? Uh, and Isaiah Joe's with the 76ers. Which one do you think's gonna? Which one's got the best shot? And which one would you like to see win it the most?
0: Oh, um, probably Bobby again. He's I such do, a I- good representative of Arkansas. And then I like well, I like the Bucks. I like I like Giannis
1: and yeah. Um, I'm going to disagree with you. Um, I most want to see Philadelphia win it. Um, oh, okay. Because of all the drama they put up with, with Ben Simmons this year. Yeah, uh, but they have Harden out, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't dislike I'm a big Harden fan. Them. I mean, they sure. Uh, but I like Joel Embiid. Um, and the other one, but the one I think has got the best chance of winning is Moses Moody in Golden State. Yeah. I would put Golden State as the favorite. Right now, they're the oh, only one that's a. They're the only one that's on the brink of advancing. Everybody, all the other series are tied to, two. Yeah. If if you're a fan of good basketball, there's been some really really good games. Yeah, tuck down to the minute, and you can tell at this level, that these series, coaching matters, and and clutch matters. So, yeah, for sure. Now, Mark, I told you in the beginning of the week, and I said, dude, I got an idea for a podcast subject, and you're like. I love it. It's the greatest idea you ever had. This is why we're Paul Feinbaum's favorite podcast. That's right. I mean, his favorite. favorite. So, our idea is me and Travis pretty much, or memory, we can remember a little bit of Eddie Sutton, but not much. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to go back to the Nolan era. We are going to pick our all-time starting five. Basketball. Basketball. Now, we have this pool of players. We're going to go from Nolan Richardson's era – To present day,
0: but we can't pick the same player, correct?
1: Same guy. Now, okay. Now, Now, can we pick
0: the same player but at a different position? No, we we two no same player. Starting
1: five. Now, I'm gonna. I will give you your choice because I won trivia. Now, you can either have the first pick, or then you, or you can get the next two. Okay.
0: can we pick whatever position we want? Or are you, you pick gonna
1: whatever play? position you want? I think that's the fair way to do it. Okay. So, um, so I, I've got a little pen and paper here. I'm going to write this. It not, I got to find, find my right. pen. All right. I'll take the next two. I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off with power Ford then. And I'm going to Corliss. Corliss. Yeah, we can't. We can't pick Corliss. Wait. Wait. Did we agree to not pick Corliss?
0: Oh, you're gonna go ahead and take Corliss. Okay, I'm that's, gonna
1: take Cor- that's why I'm, ta- I'm taking Corliss. Cor- you have
0: Corliss. Cor-
1: Cor- yeah, that's my that's my power forward right there. Okay, we're gonna go. I put CW there for Corliss Williamson. Well, I'm building a team here. Okay, yeah, I got it. I mean, I I went with the the only guy to win most outstanding player in the final four, Corliss Williamson. Well, all right, so my. Power
0: forward, I'm going to pick first.
1: Oh, so you're bold here.
0: And I'm going to play him a little out of position. Okay. It's Joe Johnson.
1: That is a little out of position.
0: He's 6'9", though. Yeah, he is 6'9". And just wait to see what I do. My second pick, because I've thought about this, and I, i got a team. I'm building this team.
1: I got you. See, and I didn't put any thought into it.
0: Okay. And I put thought into it. And my second pick will be at small forward. It's Todd Day.
1: That's a good pick.
0: 6'8, small forward. Yeah. So,
1: all right. So I think from here on out, we ought to go 1 1.
0: Okay.
1: Like literally, we talked about this a lot before we went on there. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so um all right. No, those are good, those are good picks. I would consider both of them shooting guards, though. You're 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 putting in one of those Eric Musselman positionless players. I am. I am. See, and here's where here's where I'm gonna go. And I I was like, I, I figured you were gonna go here, but you didn't. You surprised me. So, I'm going to go point guard, and I think any team is only as good. Every team rises and falls with a leader, and you, and you already know I'm picking. Um, and, and this guy is not the best by any means, but he was one of them guys that would hold you accountable. Mm. I, I remember in practice one time, George Harp, the quarterback, grabbing my transfer from San Jose State, grabbed my face, Max, told me to shut up. And I loved it because you need a leader like that to lead your team. To get the rest of the guys in line. And there's never been a better leader in any Arkansas sport that I can can name off the top of my head. Better than Corey Beck. I agree with you. And so my point guard is going to be Corey Beck. All right. My next pick,
0: I'm going with the big guy at center. And when I say the big guy, you mean the big guy. I mean the big guy. I'm already gonna I'm already gonna
1: put it in here.
0: And I need the guy, Clint. I need the guy that can throw an outlet pass because I got a six eight small forward named Todd Day that can run a post pattern better than anybody in the league, if you yeah. know what I mean. He can get down the floor and he's got them long arms, he can get up there. He can throw a fadeaway punch, too. Big O throws that one-arm pass, baseball pass, down the whole length of the court. He can catch it and dunk it with the best of them. I'm talking about my boy, Big O Oliver Miller. That's my center. Yeah. Well, the man who blocked Shaq and told him, sit down.
1: That's all. And me and you were both surprised. They didn't They, they didn't really let him guard Shaq that much in the NBA. Cause nobody in college basketball guarded Shaq better than Oliver Miller. That's right. Nobody. Shaq couldn't push him around. Oh, uh, Shaq couldn't push him around Oliver Miller. <sighs> See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about picking a point guard and putting him at shooting guard just to stop you from taking him. Don't do it, Clint. Don't. Do I, I really it. am. I, I really, I really am. But I, I can't do it. I just cause I feel like he'd be out of position. But but you know, you talked about opinion being being something that we need. Yeah. Something you need. You need a pure, pure. And by the way, I'm I'm changing the rules here because it's our podcast. We're gonna add a sixth man off the bench. Okay. Gotcha. Adding, I just added it. <laughs> uh, I'm Because you know what? I'm a rule maker upper. Yeah. So, I'm going to take and – and I can save this one to later. Because I don't think you're going to take it. I'm going to take it shooting guard. I'm going to take Moses Moody. First ever one and done in the history of Arkansas. Yeah. A lottery pick. And, uh, you know, he can knock them down. And, you know, teams had to game plan for him. Like when Texas Tech played us, Trey Day, who we've had on the podcast, great friends with Chris Beard. Great with Chris Beard. He said he's like, we we or game plan was not Moses Moody. We didn't care who beat us. It just wasn't gonna be Moses Moody. Um, I'm gonna take Moses Moody in my shooting guard. Well,
0: since you were thinking about doing it, I'm not gonna let you get away with it. My point guard is the man that I was actually gonna pick first in this. So far, I've gotten the exact team I wanted. I'm gonna go with Lee Mayberry. Yeah, I thought about playing another great leader who could also hit the shots when you needed him to, could get on fire from the three-point land if you needed him to, but could also distribute the ball because I already have Joe Johnson and Todd Day to make shots for me. And I got a shooting guard coming up that's going to make some shots for me too.
1: See, I'm I'm hoping you don't take the shooting guard that I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't I don't think I will. No, I think you might be. I, I really do. I think we I'm, – I'm not going to pick him just so I can see if we're thinking the same thing. Um, so, all right. So, so far you have Todd Day, Joe Johnson, Oliver Miller, Lee Mayberry. I have Corey Beck, Moses Moody, and Corliss Williamson. So, now I'm looking at this center position. And I'm thinking, man, I'm going to switch it up here. Uh-oh. I really am. Ah, crap. Now that now there, there's a couple names that are coming to me, and there's I there's not know.
0: many from the Nolan area on. No, I'm
1: actually <laughs> struggling. Little I'm, little little I'm, little actually, little. I'm actually, I'm actually, because you took my small Ford, um, so I'm struggling with that one um they're on here see because i i'm i'm gonna go i'm going go with bobby portis at okay. center that's a good one bobby, bobby portis at center you know i was I, I had another i had another guy in mind um and we can talk more about about him you know because i don't think you're he'll definitely
0: score more points than my center will
1: yeah i, I will I, you know Shoot, you know, I, I was thinking Dwight Sturt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really was I think Dwight Sturt, you know, fat flot. That's right. Um, I was I was thinking Dwight Sturt and I was like, man, that'd be I'm like, that'd be a good one. Dwight Dwight Sturt would be a good one. I'm like, but Bobby with Corliss. And then but man, I, I started thinking Jalen Williams. You know, I'm like, Jalen's good. Yeah. I'm like his passing with Moses Moody and Corliss, and um, so yeah, I I, I feel good about Bobby Portis.
0: I, I really do. Uh, give me a hint on who you think my shooting guard is going to be.
1: Shooting from the hog snout? Nope. Is Ranger Susie? So you know who I'm talking about, though, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. I'm going. I'm going one that a lot of people wouldn't think. He, did, he played during a bad time of Razorback basketball. But I loved watching this guy play. And when he got on fire, there was no one better that got on fire than him. I'm going Gennaro Pargo as shooting guard. Clint he would get on fire and hit turnaround jumpers from three with people all over him. Yeah. Forget about that. He went on scoring barrages. Like, we've never seen an Arkansas basketball. We've never seen anyone get as hot as he does. Even Al Dillard or any of the rest of them, we've never seen anyone. I'm telling you, go back and watch some of those game films. What what did he play under, Heath?
1: I think so.
0: Like, he would just take over. He wouldn't listen to Heath anymore. He would just start shooting. And he would go on just scoring barrages that were amazing. That's why he stayed in the league so long in the NBA. And I just always – and if you put him, Lee Mayberry, and Todd Day shooting for my team, and then you got Joe Johnson who can do anything, and then all Big O's got to do is sit back there and block shots and throw baseball passes. (laughs) All day, baby. All
1: day. Sorry. I get
0: excited about that team.
1: So, I am going to do this to you now. I'm gonna skip on my small four and go to my sixth man. Because I know you're not gonna take my small four. I'm worried about you coming for Al Dillard off the bench. But oh, I was gonna I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take Al Dillard. Oh man. Because, I mean, because you need a shooter. Yeah, you need a shooter. And I I don't have a true Moses Moody can drain him, but Dillard, Dillard's range as soon as he gets off the bus. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's got that. He's got – I mean, the guy broke Chris Jackson's record. Uh, I mean, he – an unbelievable shooter. So, all you've got left is the six-man, so you can pretty much take whoever you want regardless of position. Okay. I'm going to go with – you know, you threw
0: the six-man at me. I hadn't put as much thought into it. Right. Part of me thinks I need to get a, a guy that would be a little better in the post – to help out, you know, if, you know, cause big O gets tired. <laughs> um, So I think of a, I think of maybe like a, uh, uh, I don't know. I always, always just enjoyed watching. Uh, well, I loved watching Justin Smith play.
1: He was, but
0: he was a great one. Uh, and then, I, but then I got to do it though. The Rustin rifle. Give me Scotty Thurman.
1: See, and I I should have picked him in my small forward. I should have picked him out because I know you're taking Al Dillard from it. But um, yeah, you, he made the shot. That's right. He made the shot. Yeah. Uh, so no, but see, here's what I'd have done if I was you. See, I, I definitely can pound it in the paint better than you can. I think I've got a bigger big guy lineup, but you got better yeah. shooters than me. That's why if I was you at my sixth pick, I, my sixth man, I'd take Jalen Williams. I really would have. Well, yeah. But hey, how can we leave Scotty Thurman off the list? How can you leave Scotty Thurman off the list? Yeah. Now, I've got a true point guard in Corey Beck. Moses Moody can score. Bobby Portis can score. Corliss can score. Al Dillard can score. I need someone to guard Joe Johnson. And Todd Day. And I can't think of a better person than Odd's Tony to guard those guys. I really can't. Oh wow. I, I mean, I know he's kind of like your your Gennaro Pargo pick. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah.
0: But I didn't see that one coming at all. So yeah. So
1: I'm gonna take Odd because I just think his defense is that good. His defense was really good. Yeah. And you could tell, you could, this Arkansas team this past year, you could tell, you could tell the difference when he was playing and when he wasn't. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, you can just tell the difference. He he was a difference maker on this team. It was really and now for All, all you old timers out there that are listening to this podcast, um, first off, I'm impressed that you could figure out what a podcast was. That's uh, right. <laughs> if you figured out how to download it uh, or had your grandkids teach you how to download it. You're like, <laughs> You're like Sidney Moncrief, <clears throat> Joe Klein. Um, guys, we, we we pretty much we go back to Nolan. Richards. That's right. That that's that's our memories go yeah, back. We can
0: to- talk about those guys, but we we did guys that we actually watched their games live.
1: So Travis, if you had a seventh, who would you have picked? Seventh? Yeah, just curious. I'll
0: tell you one, an obscure one, or not really obscure, but. That one that I think doesn't get the attention he deserves, but he he's in the new era. It's Jalen Tate.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah he he, he won the he won that Oral Roberts game for us last year.
0: Yeah, you know, he wasn't the the best scorer in the world, or but he was a really good point guard, both offensively and defensively. He was going to guard the other team's best player a lot of times, and he. Controlled the ball and he was a leader. He was the had a little bit of Corey back in him. He would not get in people's faces a little bit. So I, I really liked watching him play. Pat Bradley's another one. You gotta, you know, um, you know if Isaiah Butch Morris was more of an offensive guy, I always liked him. Uh, played, you know, played with Todd Day
1: and them. Uh, you know, remember Arlen Bowers? Yeah. Well, you know, Nolan always said Arlen Bowers was the glue that held that team together because he played yeah, with Lee he, Barry and. and uh, well, because he played the defense, Nolan wanted on that court.
0: Yeah. He led the defensive side of the ball.
1: You, you know, I was sitting here and I was doing, I was doing my team. By the way, I would take Jalen Williams, yeah. Jalen Williams or Dwight Stewart would be, be my next guys that I would pick. But I sit there going, man, I'm going to do the entire ninety. 90- 94 championship team if I keep
0: going. Yeah, I was doing I was doing that I'm, uh the 92 final four team with Big O
1: and Lee yeah. Mayberry and you got the tri- you got the new triplets, you got the triplets. Yeah. So and, yeah. and, and man, I tell you what, either one of these teams would be a tough out. Heck yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna leave this on. We're gonna leave this on for a couple days, guys. And then I'm going to put on Facebook, uh, I'll put the teams. And then you can tell us which team was better. That's right. Tell Tell us which which one you think is better. Which one you think? do you think Big T's team would win? Once again, Big T's starting at point guard, Lee Mayberry. At shooting guard, Janelle Pargo. Janelle (laughs) Pargo. Janelle Pargo, sorry. At center, big O, Oliver Miller. Power forward, Joe Johnson. Small forward, Todd Day. And his sixth man, Scotty Thurman. That's right. My team, starting point guard, Corey Beck. Shooting guard, Moses Moody. Center, Bobby Portis. Um, then Corliss Williamson starting at power forward. Adis Tony starting at small forward. And then Al Dillard coming off the bench, baby. Al Dillard firing it up. Can't believe neither one of us missed miss, mentioned Ken Biley. That's right. No. Ken Bali has got
0: his one start in the national championship game, but uh, yeah. Well, Clint, man, that's a good, those are good teams.
1: Those are two really, really good teams. Well,
0: we made man, it through another one, Big T. We made it through another one. This is 61, I believe.
1: Yeah, it used to be the home run record.
0: That's right, 61. So, uh, people, thank you so much for listening to uh, once again, check us out on all the different podcast areas. Subscribe, like, write a review. Let your friends know about us. Let people know about us. If you enjoy this, let people know. Let people help us
1: out. If it, you it, tell us. If your you don't enjoy love, us. If you don't enjoy us, tell somebody you don't like Hey, this is a great podcast. That's try.
0: right. Yeah, tell someone. Yeah, if you want to make them listen, if you think it's junk. And you want to make them listen to junk? That's fine. We think it's good. We enjoy it. Our moms like it.
1: My mom don't listen. <laughs>
0: well, anyway, but seriously, um, those of y'all that listen, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we just, we're blessed to be able to do this and, and just to know that there are a few people out there that are listening. And so uh, we're so grateful for that. We got new ideas and new things coming for you. If you got some ideas, you got some things you want us to cover, message us, text us, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of those. Let us know what what you think.
1: Okay, Clint, you the man. No, you're the man, man. Great podcast, enjoyed it as always. Can't wait to 62.
0: Woody Woo say what sweat.
1: And